Hey guys, what up? This is Cam and... And Derek with Freebird. We're so excited to bring you a very, very unique podcast experience with us. Take Flight this week is coming from our very own home, right where Freebird started. And we thought it would be the best way to share it with you is exactly how it all began. And that was as a family in pajamas, in our office, <laughs> endless hours. Lots of late nights and plenty of coffee for sure. Yes, we became uh, definitely dependent on coffee <laughs> but through this experience, but it has been such a great experience and so many of you out there are taking on new challenges as you become Freebirds, as you're taking on your own journeys, or even if you're not Freebirds and you're just out there living your passion Derek and I have always been truly driven and inspired by individuals like that, and that is what inspired Freebirds. So for us, we thought we would take you back to the very beginning, the day that Derek and I were just doing what we do and came up with Freebird. And so we are going to settle in because to be quite honest, even though this is our podcast in our home and all of this, we're both very nervous. And so we're going to just kind of take a minute to settle in because both of us have been anxious about this, but we're so excited to share it with you. So um, bear with us as we settle in and dive into this journey with all of you. Yeah. Yeah. And as we got started, we, you know, we knew that the sole purpose of Freebird was we just wanted to help as many people as we possibly could just chase their passions. And so you'll uh, kind of get pieces of that throughout this journey, but you know, we'll kind of start at the beginning and work our way through to, to the present time and um, what the future holds for us as well. So for sure. And also too, I think something that um, will be interesting that we'll be sharing is Derek and I are very open people. So um, we'll share with you the good and the bad because we believe in order for anyone to really know this experience or set out on um, understanding, taking any risk in your career, making changes from being a person to jobs, um, it's hard. And especially when you're a couple because you have to support each other on individual journeys plus you know, being parents together. So- um, But you're not always gonna agree on everything as well. Yeah. So, yeah, so you learn from the mistakes yeah. and, and move on and hopefully not repeat those same mistakes over again, but, but you may can, do that as well. Yeah, so. <laughs> and if you do, be compassionate, not only with yourself, but the other person, because um, it's just an inexperience for both of you. So um, I think it would be really great for us to start off with our decade in review, as we just shared that with all of you. Um, I know for both of us, it was quite the nostalgic walk down memory lane. Um, Derek and I have approached life uh, very, very um, adventurously. We never have set out and we were never those people who are like, oh, we have a five-year plan. We have a 10-year plan. We just really liked each other and we really liked being around each other and we liked exploring. So it was easy for us when we started to see that that was something that benefited us as a family, as a couple. We learned so much. We just knew that that was a part of our growth was exploring. So yeah. And experiences make you who you are and you learn yep. so much from every experience that you, um, you know, have in life. And so we yeah. just tried to grab as many experiences <laughs> as we possibly could. And we continue to do that to this day. Um, you know, it, it's, uh, just having experiences over possessions is, is so great for your mentality and just Kind of growing as a person and allowing your create your creativity to have space to grow so um one thing is we didn't know but looking back we can we can share this because certainly at the time we had no idea um we were just making it it was taking care of our babies being there being present really creating life for them that we didn't get to experience as kids and so um 
I, I am a roamer. That is what I do. I love to go. And so any chance we had from the moment we've been together, if we had enough time, we would travel. Even if it was to go somewhere and turn around, we would drive four hours simply to go somewhere we've never seen before or experienced. And we really appreciated immersing to have ourselves. To be to work the next yeah. morning, so we would literally turn right around and drive back. <laughs> yes, and I will. Okay, let's <laughs> let's pull that one. Okay, so to explain a little bit about our decade in review, our fast trip to Mexico. That's oh, a fun gosh. one to talk about. Yeah. So this will explain Derek and I very well. Um, he is the kindest human alive to deal with me because <laughs> I'm very spontaneous. This is a good example of how spontaneous. Uh, one day we were in Dallas and Derek was working at UT Southwestern, the amazing facility there. We love UT Southwestern and the family there. And um, I was very fortunate to be great friends with his boss and his boss's boss. <laughs> and so um, anyways, one day I came across a deal I just couldn't pass up. It was $500, two people round trip, three days in Mexico. And Derek and I had never done anything like that because we we're young parents. So, and we are kind of overprotective parents. So we never leave our babies. I mean, they're homeschooled. <laughs> we love, we love our kids and we like to be with our kids. So it was really hard for us to make this decision, but I'm like, if we don't just do it, we're never going to do it. And so he was at work and I was like, Oh, I'm booking this. Like, I just need to rationalize that I can like make it happen. And so I called his boss and they called his boss's boss. And I was like, what are the chances this works? And they're like, oh yeah, we can make this work. And I'm like, dope, thank you. You know, so I was like, sweet. <laughs> he doesn't know yet <laughs> that he has the next couple of days off because we were leaving the next day. <laughs> and so he's like, what? Cameron, I was like, I got it, I got it. Like, they're going to take care of the kids. We're going to go here. It's going to be fun. Don't worry. So then he- Well, mind you, I was at the time working at UT Southwestern Medical Center and coordinating the- radiology fellowship programs so I had like so much work and had this like schedule and um, you know the next day was full of meetings and yeah so I'll let Cameron continue um, but this was uh, quite an interesting experience for sure. <laughs> and Cameron will tell you she had the best time yeah. in her life so yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and this is truth so uh, yeah so he gets home that day and I just can't even handle myself because I'm so excited to tell him we're going to Mexico tomorrow and so anyways, he gets home and I'm like, Hey, we're going to Mexico tomorrow. And he's like, no, we're not. I'm like, uh, we are though. I booked the trip. We're going, you have the days <laughs> off. Everything's good. He goes, Cameron, I have meetings until one tomorrow. Like I can't go. And I was like, well, that doesn't seem to be a problem to me. Like you will go later and I will go at the original time. So I booked him another flight for the afternoon. And I went to Mexico by myself and went into our hotel and met this awesome Irish couple. And I hung out with them all day drinking Long Island iced teas. I took a nap. And then my beautiful spouse arrived in the evening and we had the best time of our lives. Like it was yeah. a, it was a whirlwind trip, but yeah. we really it, took it advantage. Fast, <laughs> we definitely, you know, the experiences that we had in Mexico um, you know, stick with us to this day. And, and Shell yeah, so. hot. Oh my gosh. Yeah. yeah. It's pretty cool. If you guys have never been, it's this really cool aquatic area, like a lagoon where you can go snorkel, which I'm not sure what I was thinking because fish terrify me, even though I love water. It's a, I deal with this all the time, but I'm the one who booked that particular adventure. And when we got in, there was a grouper like the size of us underneath us. And I'm like, 
I don't think I understood <laughs> what I was doing when I signed up. And iguanas. Yeah. Oh my gosh. I could swim with the dolphin yeah. fine though. I, I was going to say, yeah we, yeah. we also swam with dolphins, which yeah. was quite the experience. We also uh, rode bikes through the jungle. Remember? Up into, and then we tubed yeah, yeah, down yeah, that like, yeah. what was that? Like mangroves, I think it is. Yeah. And so, then, and it's so beautiful because there's just, you know, complete sea life just happening around you. And so we're excited. We want 2020. We're hoping to go to Hawaii this year. We have never been. Yeah. So oh, I'll just add that that's oh, like one of thousands of experiences that I find out the day before we're taking. So, <laughs> um, yeah, so it's been quite the interesting life and, it, um, you know, we experienced a lot together. It's yeah. been pretty amazing. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. It's definitely a team effort. And um, we, but that wasn't always that way. You know, we grew to this. We've been together for 14 years. Um, we've grown, we've cried, <laughs> we've argued, <laughs> we have lost our minds, but at the same time, we love every moment of it to where it's allowed us to share ourselves in the most authentic way. And really when you're interacting with us in Freebird in any way, whether it be on our podcast or in our, one of our wisdom series, um, we're, that's us. We're just bringing what we love to do to the table in a way that makes sense. So um, that was a really fun experience for us in Mexico and a great example of how our dynamic is. <laughs> He's very understanding and I just don't understand no. <laughs> and so it's, that's a funny one though, for sure. <clears throat> Anytime he says no, I'm like, what did you say? <laughs> oh, thank you. I'm all, what did you say? And he's all, maybe. And I was like, yeah, 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 yeah. That's a better answer. <laughs> well, and it keeps me on my toes because uh, nothing is impossible. Um, you know, you just have to find another way around it. So, yeah. Um, yeah. Speaking <laughs> of, and I think another one to touch on too, because all of these experiences really helped me to know um, nothing was impossible. And that's almost dangerous for someone like me, but it's really inspiring because I can help more people differently. And so um, I've always had a passion for helping people in any way that I was skilled to. And um, so in, I think it was 2015 or 2016, um, when I shared with you guys the Dominican Republic, that was probably one of the most impactful um, experiences I've ever had. I spent nine days living as a Dominican with one of the most precious people, Martina and Liz with Dove Missions. They are doing great work. They're just trying to help kids have a safe place, happy place of education. And it speaks to all of my values. So my goal with our nonprofit was I was going to go there to teach them how to do hair and to help them get out of the sex trafficking industry because um, young girls, young is nine, 10, 11, and McKenna is 10 years old. And, you know, it, Derek and I have a, a passion just for helping in any way we can. So we're like, wait a minute, like I have this skill of hair and that's something they don't need a license for there. So our hope was we could learn more about the culture, understand where we could add benefit and then see how our nonprofit could interact. And at the time it was a brand new nonprofit, you know, great team, great board, all of that and very good intentions, just young, just not ready, you know, um, not enough experience, not enough yeah, for we us, you know, newer entrepreneurs at yep. the time and both had full-time jobs yep. as well. And so, you know, we couldn't commit to the didn't make sense yep. um, long-term, yep. but, but we, you know, we've always just had this passion of helping people and yeah. especially people like that. And it's something that, that we absolutely see in our future as well. And Cameron may want to touch on oh, that yeah. a little bit, but yeah. um, you know, uh, we want to do as much as we can to help as many people as we can. So. Totally. And that was the thing with the Dominican, what really opened up 
my eyes as a person because the experience of me getting to the Dominican was purely on love. Um, it happened by chance. Um, you know, I really believe in putting intentions out there and like setting forth on like bringing things to life, manifesting it. And so um, I knew I wanted to help in a way, but I didn't know how. And then sure, slowly but surely, I started listening more and more to my clients. Like not that I wasn't listening, but you know, I was paying attention a little bit more to certain things. One of my precious clients had worked with this nonprofit in the Dominican. She came into town, did her hair for free. We met a year later. We started talking about me coming out and it was like, oh, this is all work. Like, whoa, okay, here's my opportunity. And I've always been someone that if I even see a crack in the door is an opportunity, I'll go right through it. And so that was my opportunity to just do everything I could to try to make it work. So then true to form, I like to have conversations to think. And my clients have always been such an incredible soundboard and inspiration to me. And so I started talking to them about this vision I had and about making this happen. And a client from three hours away who never had met me found me online because of Derek's mad tech skills. And, <laughs> and this was a point I had left the salon that really hurt me deeply and I was in my own suite. So that's kind of hard to compete in Dallas, Texas, the fourth largest um, you know, city in America. And I was one of the top search because of you know, the skills of technology. And it really benefited me as I was terrified to leave that salon and not be successful because you know, I was contributing to a family. And so anyways, this woman, three, three and a half hours north comes down and she was one of the most interesting people I ever met. And to this day, one of my favorite. And she and I just hit it off. And she, I started telling her about this idea. And she's like, that's amazing. I love that. I'm going to buy your flight. And I'm like, excuse me? And she's like, no, I'm serious. She's like, this is amazing. This should happen. I can do that. I'm going to do it. And I'm like, shut up. This is the first time I ever met her. Okay. So I thought she was joking because it was simply, it didn't seem real. And so then the very next day, I was at my kids' school picking them up and it was super windy. And I mean, it's a school, so you know how loud that is. And this woman calls me and I'm like, hello. And she goes, Cameron, Cameron. And I was like, yes. And she's like, hold on. And I was like, all right. And I have no idea what's happening. It's kind of hard for me to hear and blow dryers. My hearing is <laughs> interesting in itself, <laughs> like a little damage. <laughs> and so um, anyways, all of a sudden American Airlines hops on and I booked my flight to the Dominican. And that was how I flew there. And she paid completely on miles for me. And then um, financially, there was no way that I was able to compensate myself to like take care of the like the financial part of being there, food, staying, you know, contributing and, you know, travel. And one day, two of my precious clients were like, you know what, actually three, three of them yeah. um, were like, you know what, Cam, we want you to do this. We think this could be really beneficial. And my clients paid for my trip to the Dominican. And um, what I went and did there was not lost. And it simply was an experience I needed for now. And knowing that doing what you can where you are is necessary. And I know more in, you know, one of my greatest cornerstone philosophies for myself is once you know better, you, and you don't do better, you're not growing. So once you know better, if you don't move forward in your own way, then you're not only doing yourself a disservice, but you're not sharing your knowledge. And so to me, sharing knowledge is essential. And that's why I shared the decade because 
we have a colorful and very interesting past. We're stoners. <laughs> we drink a lot. We don't care what people think. And we are very unique to us. So I wanted you to have a full understanding of what you're about to see because it's just us. And uh, if it offends you with foul language, I would hang it. I would just close out right now. <laughs> like it's just what it is. That's how I talk. And I hope you guys enjoy it, but I'm going to let Derek share some of his experiences through the last decade. Um, because you can see, I talk a lot, so oh, gosh. <laughs> <laughs> I'll pass it over. <laughs> no, no. I, I love uh, actually watching Cameron's decade in review as I, forget to take photos of everything. So she is uh, an amazing photographer in capturing the moments that we've uh, shared with our babies. And it's just been an incredible 10 years. Um, I am, I mean, I mean that from the bottom of my heart. Like I have had some of the greatest times over the last 10 years. And I just can't help but think that the next 10 years are going to be even better. And I, you know, I'm so excited to be able to share that with all of you as well. And I hope to get to know each one of you even more. And, um, you know, all of our Freebirds, thank you so much for trusting us and, um, you know, allowing us on the journey of helping you bring your visions to life. So, uh, yeah, yeah. So he, I couldn't have said it better. It's the truth. Like, we don't take it for granted. We love hearing your stories, too. And that's why we wanted to do this the most authentic way. This is who we are. This is what we do. And yeah, our, so our podcast is typically just audio. And yeah. we go to our um, office space mm -hmm. at the Reno Collective. Shout out Rena Collective, they're awesome. Oh, love them. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so uh, we thought the a great way for us to do our podcast uh, for, with Cameron and I is to do it from our home on video. You can kind of get to see us a little bit more and also know that yeah, and also know I may attack him. Like it is, it happens without my permission sometimes. So, but also to know uh, you may need to refrain. I that. will try. To, I will try, <laughs> but just fully warning but the one thing that I really like to note because it's something that's a big deal for someone like me who seeks roaming and exploring and adventure and I really don't have to do anything anywhere like I could go somewhere and just see it and that is simply pleasing for me and being by a body of water is so satisfying for me and so um I've been a wanderer forever and um, Derek has fully supported that and we've been in this house the longest and city the longest we've ever been anywhere well we were in Dallas longer than we've been in Reno well yes but, but yeah so we've yeah. lived in this house going on three mm -hmm. years now mm -hmm. and um, we've never yeah, lived been, anywhere even the home we owned we owned our home for a year <laughs> and we're like yeah no like we don't want to own that kind of stuff like we'd rather own a company and take care of that not you know, that's just not in, it wasn't in our cards at least the last now. 10 years. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. the next 10, I definitely could see it being in our cards for sure. Cause we know so wonderful. I really, I didn't know if I'd like it to be quite honest because, um, what the cities we were in and where I worked, I thought I wanted to live there. And, um, honestly I would have, if that was my career still like, um, not that Reno's not killing it on the hair scene. Like I've met some of the most amazingly talented hairstylists here. That's not what I mean. It was just, I always had those on my radar. So. Yeah. But I think that what brought us back to this area is we're originally from the Northern California yeah. area and the nature oh and the serenity of the rivers and lakes. And it, you know, you don't realize it. you take it for granted until mm -hmm. you leave and come back. And that's yeah. one, at least one of the things that I absolutely love about Reno mm -hmm. Tahoe 
and having Lake Tahoe totally and mm-hmm. you know just a few you know 30 minutes from us and the skiing yeah not skiing snowboarding nah. <laughs> <laughs> oh god man's gonna love that um no you're so right and you know the thing too is like also allowing yourself to explore I think is important um I just got a message from our niece uh last night and it just it kind of helped us because you know we're just living like this is just what we like to do and um I'm glad we've documented it so that we can look back like this and share it with you because you know maybe you've never thought of doing something with kids a certain way or you know I just hope it adds inspiration anywhere it can that's the only reason we like to share things is in hopes that you get to know us a little bit better and then also know um anything is possible and it's your way like and that's just our this is what we've chosen to do with our lives yeah. And, and yeah and hopefully we can inspire you to uh add um experiences into your own yeah. lives that maybe you you hadn't thought of before like yeah. uh, you know a 30 minute drive to the lake to yeah. go and you know just be quiet for 10 minutes and and stare at the water or yeah. the um scenery or go walk through the trees or Whatever it is, those yeah. experiences really do change your perspective on life and uh, are just so good for your, for your mental state. I agree. And not, and not thinking they're too far out of reach. Like Derek and I have always had a very restricted budget because we never would work more than what time we spent with each other. It was uh, just something we decided early on that we, was all, we would always work necessary to facilitate our needs, but we never worked over. Like, it wasn't like, oh, we need to work more to work more. We were just like, well, let's go somewhere now. <laughs> like, you know, we're just yeah. like. <laughs> Maybe we were conserving our energy for creating Freebird. Yeah, who knows? Uh, I don't once know. Once we started Freebird, it definitely oh. <laughs> but it, But it's not work, though. So mm-hmm. that's what's the, the most amazing thing about Freebird is we are truly just passionate about helping people. So it doesn't, like, every day that I sit on the computer and work on Freebird, it does not feel like work. I have nope. the best time or meeting with Freebirds over Zoom or in person has just been so amazing. And well, so and I inspiring. think that's important to note with the timing of us being in one space is like mm-hmm. allowing yourself to ask yourself what you're happy with and what you're not and being okay if that looks different than you ever imagined. And um, understanding that your life will shift when you start being more aware of what you want. And when you start growing and changing, what was that quote you came by today? Like it was something about people. Like we're very, very, like we operate in a way that makes sense for Derek and I, and we know that doesn't make sense for everyone. And we never want to impose that on anyone, but we have to kind of conserve our energies and, um, in the sense of like, we don't let toxic people into our lives at all. It's just not going to happen. Drama, if negativity, we've just learned throughout our experiences that, um, I mean, you're a product of the top five people that you surround yeah. yourself with. So you want to make sure that you're surrounding yourself with people that lift you up, that empower yeah. you and truly care about you yeah. and not bring you down. Yeah. You have to make sure that people are, they love you enough to support you and not what you do for them. And that's important in any aspect from relationships, husband and wife, to being a parent, to external family, to client relationships. It's I mean, we do admit, though, that we're uh, a little codependent. We know this. <laughs> we know this. So um, we're working on it. Yeah. Uh, we uh, Every day is a journey. Yeah, sure. yeah, yeah. We... Uh, <laughs> This is one that we really joke about because we've been codependent since the day we met. But I think that's what we needed. And we're ready to be more independent together. But we had we grew a lot. I mean, in 10 years, you guys watched us grow from babies. And we're only 29. And so 
we're still learning, we're human, we're gonna make mistakes. And um, what we're doing is we just are okay with wearing our hearts out on our sleeves and saying, hey, that's cool. We're not trying to say we're better, we're not trying to say we're anything. This is just what we've learned in 10 years in our very unique approach to life. And we've packaged it together with this incredible team. So without further ado, let's mm -hmm. dive in <laughs> to the very beginning of Freebird. And a little special ad is we will be bringing baby birds in and they will be sharing with you some of their experience, which if we get a little emotional, we've never heard this. So um, I asked them right before, I'm like, honey, it'd be so cool. Like they're they here. Say, I don't know. Like, I don't know. But I don't know. We'll have to edit that out. <laughs> um, but yeah, that's nerve wracking. Yeah, actually, timer for Van to edit. Here. Yeah, right. Van, there's that clappy thing. <laughs> but anyways, um, the baby birds, you know, they, um, like you saw in our decade review, it, it's no joke. Like they have learned how to travel, how to book flights, how to hotels. Logan last year at eight years old was creating a luxury business plan for hotels. Like, or, yeah. uh, you know, yeah. I said no, that backwards. Looks, but <laughs> the business plan looked very luxurious. No, no. So he wants to uh, own luxurious hotels. Yeah. And so we, we have been working through him creating his business plan for mm -hmm. uh, about a year now. Yeah. For his hundred million dollar plus hotel. Yes. Our children are quite the little entrepreneurs and Miss Kenna Jade is truly inspired by art. So we are encouraging her to just chase that because we believe by giving them space to just find out who they are and loving themselves will give them a better chance to come out into the world and chase what they love to do. So that's why we homeschool. That's why we um, have them a part of this journey is because we don't believe knowledge is limited to age. And, well, and what's so amazing is actually our kids see all of you and yeah. all of your art and get inspired yeah. by it. So uh, yeah. thank you so much for- Don't hit the table. <laughs> yeah, it's okay. <laughs> I was trying to be yeah. sly. So let's go ahead. Uh, January of 2018 is when Freebird started. So what is so cool in. about that, yes, is, okay, let's dive in. <clears throat> Excuse me. One thing about Nevada for us is it's very dry and we are stoners. So um, we suffer with a little bit of dryness, as you can see our humidifier in action here. But I apologize for my coughing. I still haven't got over that. Um, but all of that being said, Nevada and Reno and people and experiences that led us to here are so unique in themselves. And then what it's brought to us is even more unique. So today, as I was scrolling through um, all of our wonderful social media, um, I saw on LinkedIn a notification and I'm like, well, what is this? And it was congratulating my co-founder <laughs> on two years at today on Freebird. And I was like, well, that's pretty fitting for us to, in 2020, which I am such a dork and did not realize until now, um, in this last couple of days, that it's the roaring 20s. And I've always wanted to live in the 20s. I love that era. I love Gatsby. I love um, just all of that. It's just a good time to me and people getting together. Thank goodness it's not a prohibition because I would be screwed. It's just <laughs> straight up truth. But it's just so exciting. We're starting this decade off with, our vision that was one day just a conversation like we're sitting right now. So yeah. little fun things to know about Derek and I, we are, we know that we love information and knowledge and we're seekers of information at all times in the most abstract of forms. So this is, this is seriously how we operate. And so we watch podcasts 
all the time, like together, um, you know, Charles Dawkins, who else? Joe Rogan, <laughs> <laughs> like all of these, all different types of. Yeah, just a lot of uh, yeah. also documentaries mm -hmm. and um, just like to absorb as much knowledge as we possibly can yeah. on topics that we're interested in. Totally. And so we were uh, sitting one day on the couch, I think watching mm -hmm. a documentary or watching Joe Rogan podcast. And, um, and so you were scrolling through Instagram, right? Mm -hmm. And one thing is we've, uh, since the start of Cameron's career as a beauty professional, I have done all of her marketing and web design and um, have also helped her coworkers with mm -hmm. their marketing over time. And it just very informally, we've coached other beauty professionals yeah. and artists through uh, kind of creating their online presence. And so she was scrolling through Instagram one day and came across a stylist that had maybe a hundred followers and her work was absolutely beautiful. Flawless. And I'll let you explain. Cause yeah. Um, yeah, it was. Um, and at this time I was going through this really interesting take on social media and the human interaction. So like back to kind of our conversation of knowledge is I'm really, really intrigued with humans and I always have been. And I love, and I always say I should be an Olympian and people watching because it's not that I'm watching to be judgmental or criticized. I'm just observing because I really think it's neat that all of us have lived very different experiences and we're just responding and interacting with what we know. And so I like to just watch and I care not how people live. I don't care what you do. You're never going to say something to me that makes me feel different about you unless you're a dick. And then I have no interest in you, but um, other than that, just don't be a dick. And I, I'm all interested in hearing your story, but it's just truth is life is beautiful. And if we're kind to one another, we stand to have this opportunity. And so I was struggling with social media and what it meant to me and how to interact with it in a way that was real, as well as trying to figure out my career. So I was very, I was, I was in this point to, and actually at this point, um, I had walked away from religion at this point. And so I personally was going through a lot of growth and, um, lows. And so for me, I had to, I didn't know what I was doing. It was very, very jarring. Um, I left a religion after 27 years, uh, not in no, no negative towards religion. It's, that's just what happened for me. Please know it matters not to me if you are religious or not. It do you, this life is hard. However you get through it, no judgments here, but that's what I was going through. So I wasn't talking to my family as much, um, just was really quiet. And so social media was jarring because I'm like, these people aren't, it's not real, you know? And so I was like struggling with this. And so I think that's important to note. And then I saw this picture of beautiful, flawless work, balayage in my jam. I love it. And I was like, how many followers does this one have, right? Like, hopefully she has what she should have for her work, right? Like, hopefully it represents the quality here because that's what I always struggled with was, Where's the validation of quality with these numbers? Because I've met pros who are so legit talented that have a hundred following and no interest in social and they're struggling to make it because they just want to focus on their clients. But we live in a modern world, so they need to have it, but it's too much. So that's where my brain was. And because we, I, I tend to think really deeply too, just so you know, I like to think for hours. So um, it's just, that's how my brain works. So when I saw this picture, I just, I got pissed off fast. Like, because I was like, how do we help people be more discoverable for what <clears throat> makes them unique? Like that's, that's all they're trying to do is share what they've learned. 
in a way that represents them. And this was in 2018. And so we're like, well, and well, what happened was is I saw that and I put my headphones on and that's kind of where I go to think. And Derek's like, what are you doing? <laughs> Cause I just kind of stood up really fast and our kids had this roll of, um, art paper it like was a roll that would go on an easel that you could like pull the paper down and like cut it off and yeah so we had this big roll of mm -hmm. white paper that we then went or cameron started and taped paper across the wall in our dining room area i always say i want beautiful mind status like it was it yeah. was it was like I just, I just had an idea and I didn't know in my, oh my god my team <laughs> i'm my team well, even now I have to draw things and write things out because I, I verbally, it's just, it's mess. <laughs> it's a mess to come out so, sometimes. And when it's still such an abstract concept, I have a hard time explaining it. So, and I've learned better how to communicate it. And then you will, like, if you like, keep going, just try, just try, you'll be fine. But for me, this was my try. And well, it was just a giant mind map. I mean, yeah. it really just showed a visual, visual representation. You just needed more paper. <laughs> yeah, I just needed a bit. I needed a bigger wall and more paper. And um, so what happened was, is I laid it out and I just started going. And Derek came in and he poured us a glass of wine and we smoked a lot of weed and we drank a lot of wine. And I started writing this out in my mind. And it was slowly coming together, like out in front of me and I'm like and Derek was like oh my gosh I see what you're doing and I'm like yeah like what what is it you know and I'm like I don't know I know there's something here and he's like hold on and so he went to the other side of the wall and he put up his and he built the very first wireframe of our app so Freebird actually started out as an app and we still have our app to this day that we don't know if we'll ever bring her back out but that's how we started. That's how we learned. And yeah. from here, this is where we well, and just learning. So just Cameron finding that one stylist and seeing uh, this person doesn't have that many following. We knew that, that we needed to somehow empower beauty professionals to be discovered for their unique skills without it being this um, huge number of following or, um, you know, like, and beauty professionals are artists. So when they get a bad review on Yelp, if it's like, their first time trying that technique, it's going to destroy their Yelp rankings. Yeah. And so we wanted to build a platform that would empower beauty professionals to be discovered for their unique skills and focus on positivity and not negativity. And be able to help each other. Yeah. So that it was a place of understanding that on this app, that's why we were doing an app was we knew pros understood apps better than, you know, traditional websites or online software so we're like yeah let's do an app right and true to form new entrepreneur well not new <laughs> we've always been entrepreneurs but um we hadn't done this yet and this was way different so um our goal was just to empower people with the skills we both had in our unique way my knowledge in the industry derek's approach with technology education and his financial background and we really just combined that so um, we spent the next three and a half hours together drawing out and really creating this um, very first concept of Freebird. Yeah, an experience. And an experience yeah. of what we wanted. And that's something that we've been driven by is outcomes. We're not concerned on what new tools we bring out because I hope that technology just keeps making life more efficient for humans to have a balance. And I want to make sure we always are prepared to be agile to support all of you with what's new. So. 
our tools will always change, but the experience of Freebird is what is the most important and has always remained the same. So with 2.0 coming out, we thought we would kind of touch on that throughout so you can really know why what we're bringing out is why we're bringing it out this way. So from there, what happened was we were so excited, but we had no idea what to do. <laughs> and <Yeah>. so <laughs> I had this amazing, amazing client's family in Dallas. And there's a few of them that I'm like, their knowledge will help me know what I need to do next. Like I need to talk to them and see if this isn't even an idea. And that's how I think is talking. So I needed them to just listen to me, honestly. And they were so kind enough to, and added more wisdom to me to take on my journey. So, um, I called three people and that was Robin Richardson, John Gannon, and Lindsay Hoffer. And I called all three of them, sent them an NDA <laughs> because I'm like, and which is, that's a, a non-disclosure agreement. So um, I just didn't know what we had. And I knew I needed to protect ourselves. I have been sued twice. I know documents. I've been in contracts. I've learned a lot in this industry. And um, I just was not going to take the risk of hurting Freeberg. And, um, you know, it's you learn. I, I didn't always make the right choices. I didn't always read the fine print. And I really paid for that. Fortunately, not with the lawsuits. I That was that was all okay. But, you know, it really was a growing experience for me to just know I have to be a business person as a beauty professional. Like I can't just trust people. Like I can't just aimlessly read something, right? Like it's that extra attention that we're not taught to do. Yeah. One thing as, as a beauty professional yeah. is you must know that you are a business. Yeah. You, each individual beauty professional is is their own business yeah. unless you're an employee to a salon, a salon. yeah um, but but 90 percent of the industry is self-employed so it's important to note uh, those things because you guys it's it's you know education's um evolving it's learning you know it's using tools that are like us that are coming out and um but do know that things happen, you guys, and it's okay. Like, don't let it stop you in your career. Like, look at Johnny Cash. Like, he just shared a killer, killer wisdom Wednesday yeah, with us. Yeah, like, I mean, you talking know, about his path from going, going in and out. into the beauty industry yeah. and then transitioning into another career. Yeah. And then that passion just leading him back to the beauty industry and, you know, and following his passion is, is what truly matters and lear learning from each mistake. But also knowing that, like, that's why I don't mind telling you guys everything about me is I hope you know that, like, it hasn't been easy. There's been times I was scared. I was terrified in this career. And it made me who I am today to stand up and be like, okay, hold on, hold on. <laughs> There's a better way for us to do this in this industry. And together we are better. So with that mindset, we set out to seek knowledge as fast as we could. So Derek and I, for the next month and a half, set out to set the foundation for Freebird. And <laughs> always just going through the setting up of the LLC to um, really figuring out how do we set up documents to accept investment. Like that was a whole, you know, different task. And what <clears throat> I always like to talk about with our experience, babe, is like, we, we don't know how we do this, but it's, always this way for us and maybe it's just like once you're together for so long you speak without talking but um we would sit across from each other silent and never tell each other what we were doing and somehow when we would get to the end of the day we were doing what was complementary of one another and yeah well and i think that that's just inherently knowing the other's skills and um you know and just running with the skills that we had mm -hmm. and so we you know with with also, no, I never touched today. the computer, by the way. Yeah. Like, we need to note that. Like, 
up until this point in my life, like I had very, very rarely used a computer just to watch Netflix, like serious, because I'm a hairstylist. I never needed to. And he took care of everything. So it was like, I, I had to learn from ground zero, <laughs> this yeah. whole process. But, but know that education is at your fingertips. I mean, it you is. have, you have Google and you have all of these amazing educational resources yep. that you can learn anything, anything. That you possibly want to. And, and that's what we did. Yeah. Yeah. And so, so um, going on this entrepreneurial journey and knowing that we wanted to create an app to help you guys, uh, we sat out or set out to, mm -hmm. to gain as much knowledge yep. as we could on how to start a company and how to um, raise company. capital for a startup mm -hmm. and how to make it scalable and make it affordable for each person that, yeah. that it comes to our platform to use our services and uh, while so being was, profitable so that yeah. we can be a company that grows and helps more people. Yeah. And that's mm -hmm. the business component that we had to learn a lot more about. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, so, and we're still le learning yeah. every day and, and it's a journey at, to uh, creating the company and, and doing what we're doing. But I just so from, know that if oh, anything that you, you want to do, you, I mean, literally pick up your phone and Google it. You yeah. can learn anything on the internet if you put in the effort and time. And uh, Well, I think yeah. what's notable from there is, so know that our days were spent about 15 to 16 hours um, at our kitchen table. We would sit there and because that was our office at that point. And um, right now we are sitting in our fourth bedroom of our home and um, it's our guest bedroom slash office. And for the last week we've had guests. So it's nice to be back in our office. Um, I'm a creature of habit. So, um, but what was notable from there is um, I think something you guys should know about me is I'm terrified of video and camera and public speaking. And well, if she says that, I'm even more terrified yeah. because she's a natural on camera and public speaking and amazing at it. And I'm like the most introvert, nervous person in the world. So. It's always frustrating me for me when he says that because I appreciate it more than I can tell you because it's so nice. But then I can't ever, like, I can't tell people what I feel like. <laughs> like, I'm like, I, I really am grateful that's the outcome. But on the inside, I feel like I'm dying. And at any moment, I'm going to pass out. So it's like, awesome. I'm glad it came across great. But I just died a thousand times. <laughs> like, it's just awful. But I'm getting better. It's all practice. It's all learning. And um, you just got to do it. And so from there, what we did was we're like, okay, so three months in, we, we hired developers. We, oh, how am I missing this? Okay. So within the first two weeks, you guys, we had our beautiful mind status up and I had a client swing by the house. And what's crazy about this client is this is one of my very first clients in my career. She actually is from my hometown where I grew up, relocated to Reno a few years ago and actually doesn't live here anymore. And, but she relocated here saw one of my stories and was like, please tell me you still do hair. And I'm like, well, not technically here, but I will for you, of course. So they reconnected yeah. after 10 years yeah. or so, seven, yeah. seven years maybe of being apart. Totally. Yeah. And so she, she one day comes over and just to say hi, cause she was in town and I was like, what up? And I was like, actually though, before you come to the house, you need to sign this NDA. And she's like, what? And I was, she's like, I got to know what you're doing. And I was like, oh yeah. You know? And so I was like, we'll tell you, but you have to sign this. And we did. So then three days later, she calls me and she's like, Hey, there's a check in the mail. And I'm like, for what? Like you already paid for your hair. You, you owe me nothing. She goes, no, I want in now. And so what was crazy is I am that person who's like, 
no, we're just going to do it. We'll figure it out as we go. And Derek is just kind enough to trust me through this process. He does tell me no when it's serious, but for the most part, he, he goes with me on some things and I'm like, let's just hire developers. So he found BA developers with a good friend of ours and um, we were able to hire them within that week and they started working without payment and we're like, well, how are we going to pay them? <laughs> you know, so we already started putting wheels in motion, but we didn't know how we were going to pay them. Then this happens with my client and Miss Minda Lawrence. I love you hard if you see this. Um, and Minda was like, you guys, this is great. I really think there's something here and I would just love to help you guys get started. And it was exactly the amount we needed for our first payment for our developers. And it was like just setting that intention and putting it out there. So that was our first month, hired developers, got our first investment found an attorney, fired an attorney, <laughs> had a client of mine in Dallas, sweet Terry Harrington, who has not only been one of my entire, like the entire time, my support system and encouragement and just always reminding me that I can do this, but yeah, just such a great mentor oh my gosh, for guys. both of us in business and finance. And uh, yeah, you, Terry. Terry, you mean so much to us that it's like, I, I can't even tell you in words, you guys, this woman has listen to me, let me call her out of nowhere, like, oh my gosh, so much so, she helped me make sure that we had the right attorney. So then she started reading through our documents to help me because we're learning at the same time. And if you guys have ever read legal documents, it is spellbinding, like it is nauseating. And once you already sit at a computer screen reading, and I'm a hairstylist, you guys, like I'm now sitting from standing, like I'm losing my shit. Like there's like times I'm like, Derek, like, you know, and he's all, honey, honey, just go for a walk. And I'm like, okay, okay, okay. Like I, it, it's serious. And so a lot of perseverance, a lot of like, hopefully it will work. And this is the first three months. And Terry comes on not only as helping us with our, um, you know, our documents, just helping us every which way possible. And we love her for that every second. But then it moved over into, it was time for us to start sharing Freebird. And I was getting really really nervous you guys like I love people but I love people when I can be with you or on our one-on-ones or um clients you know I can do that all day or be in a room of thousands and but, but talk to each other fine the scariest part was being like the center of attention or being on camera like this um yeah yeah it was hard and it still is and it's a, it's not comfortable and you'll see me fidget like and I have a hard time keeping my breath but it's fine I'll just push <laughs> through it you know but the thing is um and it's okay to take a break <laughs> well that's annoying Thank you. <laughs> now I lost my train of thought. <laughs> Anyways. Okay. Okay. What was I talking about? Terry. Oh yeah. And then we, so we hired developers. Oh no, that's way past. Now I remember. Okay. We then had to start pitching, which means you go to these different events and there, you can look them up and different things. So if any of you out there are wanting to do like entrepreneur adventure or whatever, they're out there. One million cups is a great one. Really good one for you to get your feet wet, just get comfortable, shake off like the nerves. Um, it's 10 minutes. You have 10 minutes. You have 20 minutes afterwards of very, very, very drilling questions. Um, then, but it's just a way to, to share an idea with the mm -hmm. community that it's you a can national community leverage and, and ask them to, you know, help you share your, your company, not so, only share your yeah. company, but help you learn about your company. So yeah. every time we went, 
not only was it for us to like our honestly how it went for us and to like just give you high points because we can get stuck in the mud here because there's so many details so to give you a high point we went to one million cups first which is more low-key more just like throw your idea out there and let people hear it to help you be like what about this so like market size and how you're going to sell and what your acquisition so yeah all of these fun words you learn because of these experiences and it's important because then you learn where you've missed something and um so our very first experience was pretty crazy <laughs> um we had been working on this for five six months at this point yeah we were ready to maybe seven months at this point we were ready to bring it out and share our experience of what we hoped for with freebird at that point with our app and we booked one million cups and we had experienced it twice before to see what the layout was. Went as a, as just a guest, a, a guest mm -hmm. and, and, yeah, and watched and, other people pitch. Yeah, and we're like, okay, that gives us a good idea of what to expect. And it was wonderful to get that for me to be like, okay, 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 you know. But then I had to learn how to create a PowerPoint. I had to learn how to write a pitch. I had to learn how to write a business plan. And they had to learn what all of the questions they potentially could ask me on the spot were as it was recorded. So very nerve wracking, um, all of the above of my greatest fears. Oh, and I'll add uh, live broadcast live of broadcast. Vegas and Carson City. So yeah, yeah it's so, quite, quite the audience that yeah. you're leading up to present for, well, for the first time in your life. In my life, yeah. yeah. And in my life, in the room. So yeah, that's yeah. the other part that's weird. So we had gone to them before and there was maybe 10, 15 people in the room and I'm like, oh cool, this will be nice. Like, that's still too many for me, but like, okay you know and so then the day we get there there's always another pitch too so there's two two businesses that go and it's an hour long and then you can network afterwards so i'm like we show up and we're like yeah it, i mean it like, was like a party there was probably a good 40 50 people there yeah wall to wall there was so, no sitting room yeah. at all and we're like wonder what the other company is you know like i wonder i wonder what they do you know they must have told people they were coming because I promise you, I didn't want more people there. Like, <laughs> like I was cool at 15 and come to find out they were there for us. And um, I got up and I did my very first pitch. I blacked out within the first 60 oh, seconds of it. And um, I know I finished it. I don't remember anything I ever say on these, on podcasts, on, or well, I guess this is podcast but Wisdom Wednesdays, anything, because I believe in authentic communication. So it's just, I just tell you what I feel in that moment. So- Well, and I think that I may have messed up because I was the teleprompter. I was scrolling through the pitch on the computer. And, and so, so it just- She, amazingly enough, was able to completely ad-lib the entire pitch. And it sounded amazing, but um, she uh, apparently blacked out through it. Yeah, and, well, and know what she was saying, but it uh, it was amazing nonetheless. Sure. <laughs> yeah, well, and it's like, but I, it's good to know that because it's it was really hard for me, and it was not easy. And so we finish up that, and then for the next two and a half hours. So what happens afterwards is you finish up, they ask you the twenty minutes worth of questions, you sit down, and then everyone gets up and mingles at the end. Well. We sat down and we were prepared to go mingle in the back. And as soon as we stood up, there was a line on both sides of us to where Derek and I couldn't leave our seats because we were being asked by so many people. And we received some of the greatest um, encouragement from the words shared with us from that day. And um, the first two people, and one that I, I hold dear to my heart because 
this was just an idea, you guys. Like, we sat in our living room, had an idea, wrote it on a wall, and now we're sharing it to the world. And so it's like, I, we don't know if it would work. Like, we're trying to make it work, and we think we're on the right path. And we need them to kind of help us validate this because we're new. And so the gentleman who came up to me first said something to me that I don't think he knew. He lit my fire a little harder. <laughs> and he goes, congratulations. And this was the man that I was told, if he speaks to you, listen to every word he says, every word that he is brilliant, that he has this wealth of knowledge, that he is um, a motivational speaker and from Harvard, business, blah, blah, blah. Like just everything you can think of amazing human. Okay. Yeah. Very smart businessman. And he walks up to me and he doesn't say anything for a few minutes. And it's very intimidating. And he's my first person. And I'm like shaking hard. Cause I'm like, Oh my God, like the first one is him. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, I can't do this. <laughs> like, I'm like, Oh my gosh. And, um, sure enough, he grabs my hands and he just starts shaking his head and he said, congratulations. And I said, for what? <laughs> you know, like what? And he goes, you just created the next Google or Facebook. And I was like, did anyone else hear that? Like, was that just me? You know? And, and because I am that, like, I, I, I don't know how to explain this other than just saying it is very competitive with myself. Like I'm always challenging myself to be better. And I like to shoot for very aspirational dreams. And if I miss them, whatever, like I was going for it and that's all I care about. So I knew and believed in my heart Freebird could help many, which would mean it would be a big company, but I was never after it for the number. I was always after how many I could help. And to hear that he saw what I was, you know, like the fact that the business world could accept a trade industry hairstylist saying, I think I figured something out for my industry. Then to validate that for me was like, I'm never stopping. And Derek was like, we, that's it. We, you know, it's it. Like we did it. And I'm like, okay, so how do we make it better? So from there, after a slew of people with Grace Chow, I love Grace Chow. Yeah, I just want to add, uh, thank you so much to 1 million cups for the opportunity yeah. to be able to pitch thank as well you. as the innovation center in, in Reno, Nevada. And Grace, Grace Chow and, and Stuart Skalka and Lou Mana and all of the wonderful people who have just been such cheerleaders of ours from the startup community here locally. Um, you know, we are greatly appreciative of sharing the love of what we do and just being so willing to welcome us to 1 million cups and all of that. We really appreciate it. So thank you. Yeah. Thank well, you and, for that. And there's, there's just such a great ecosystem for entrepreneurship in Reno. Oh I mean, my gosh. So many organizations that are trying to help entrepreneurs yeah. succeed. Reno and, Seed Fund, Sierra Angels, you know, all of them out there. Like, yeah. Those are important things to note, you guys. Like, those are the bigger ones, but there's also individuals who are out there, like our investor here locally, Sunday. Yes. I love you with all of my heart. Not only is she just, she's everything to us, and we are so grateful, but the community here, you're yeah. so right. They've yeah, played such a huge that, part. That mm -hmm. supports us yeah. um, to help more beauty professionals and just people in general, yeah. um, you know, do what they love. And yeah. Thank you all yes. so much. Yeah. yeah, and you know, it's really been, I'm really glad you said that, babe, because. The thing is like each of these people without knowing it, just the encouragement, the kind words, the ideas, advice along the way, the- Even the harsh questions yeah. or the hard questions that we've had to- Answer. You know, then answer or ask ourselves, you know, it's, it's all of it has grown us as entrepreneurs, as individuals yeah. and as a company as a whole. So. That's right. 
Yeah. And you know, it's really, it's really a great thing to, um, kind of think about because there's just so much that happens in 24 hours, especially where we are today that you just don't have a lot of time to think about, you know, the, yeah. the very beginning. And I need, I'm going to, it's good to reflect every, it really then. is. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And so from there, you know, um, w- uh, there's so many people we're missing too, just so you know, there's like <laughs> Julie at Panty Drop and Emma at Panty Drop Michael and, at and the Hoffbers at, you know, Corey and Lindsay and Michael at Click Bio and Matt Starrett and, um, Jake Warner at Cycle, Jake Pereira. Like there's so many people here that from beginning to now who've come in our lives just at the most beautiful time. And we will always be grateful for just supporting us in this community as we support you too. So thank you so much, but um, let's just keep this going so we can bring you up to 2020. So let's wrap up 2018 on just the high points because 2019 is pretty intensive. So um, let's just end that out. So in October of uh, 2018, we were accepted into a organization called Startup NV, and it was a really great organization. Um, but for our company, we were just a little bit like where they start with companies, we had already gone past that point where they were. And so we're like, okay, right now that just doesn't make sense for us, but we'll revisit, you know, we love all of them over there at Startup NV. They're a great organization. Please look into them if you're starting up. They're wonderful, great resources, great people. Um, and at the Reno Collective, there's a lot of great resources. Yeah, so sure. we've never had a bad experience in the startup community. And so we always want to share the love where we can. So, um, but for us, it just didn't make sense. So we're like, yeah, okay. and please reach out if you're, if you're starting a venture and oh, yeah. have any questions about any of this, we'd love to share yeah. as many resources resources as we can with you. That's why we want to shout out to these people because like we might not, we use them for a little bit and they were very helpful, like huge. And in that little bit of us learning experience is valuable. And so whether it's long or short matters not, it's what you take from it. That's all that matters. So um, please look into those, please reach out. Like you said. So October 31st, we pitch and then we were, uh, we were with them until January or we were accepted. And then, um, January of 2019, Derek and I, from October to January, I would say we were really, that's the other hard part to talk about is not to talk about, but that's not known in this is you have to share what you're doing while you're changing it too. So that's weird. Like, cause you learn through the process or something doesn't work and you're on the back end trying to do this. So you hear something from people or something changes and trust me, that's the nature of this business. If, if you're not reevaluating your company constantly and changing and pivoting to your, um, you know, your end user yeah. client, then, then you're not, you're, do, you're doing yourself a disservice because yeah, things are always changing and, and morphing. So. Yeah. So then we're like, okay, what, you know, what are we wanting to do? We had to reassess like our values really is what it was, but remember we're, we've been bandaging all of this together in a very, uh, abstract way. So we didn't necessarily have this document that said, we're doing this. So we just, in our hearts, were chasing what felt right. And so well, what's crazy about entrepreneurship is you feel like you understand. And then like six months later, you're like, I have so much more clarity about my own company now. Sorry, I keep hitting the table. <laughs> Such a habit. Uh, uh, you know, we have so much more clarity every single day that passes about our own company than, than we did the day before. And if we were rigid in our thought process that we thought we had it right from the beginning, we would have missed out on where we are today. And, but Derek and I are just those people where we're like, Oh shit, let's try something else. Like, and because we, once you know better, you do better. So we always stayed very fluid in that and knowing that 
all we wanted to do is help whatever we were doing, if it was doing that matter. Okay. So January rolls around, we leave startup NV and we're like, okay, what are we going to do? And at this point we had a couple more investors come in. So we were able to manage because that's the thing is we're fortunate. My career at this point, I was traveling back and forth. So I was able to have times off in between traveling to work on Freebird full-time. So I commend anyone who works a full-time job and does this because honestly, for us, we, we still don't know how people do it. And so, um, oh, also to know in this time, Derek had started at the mountain, which was really good for us because keep in mind, for me, I'm still going through all of my own stuff. My mom and I at this point had some really hard times and um, I was struggling hard on a personal level without knowing how to communicate it yet. So um, when he started working at the mountain, it was wonderful for me. Yeah, so last year I, I got a job at Boreal mm -hmm. Mountain Resort. Shout out to Boreal, thank you guys. Um, it's one of the places that we can escape to and go mm -hmm. snowboarding and just kind breathe. of just breathe and, mm -hmm. uh, and meditate and really get to know ourselves on a personal level. And, and, and so w me working there, I would be able to get free passes for both the kids. And, and, and <laughs> there ain't no way yeah. startup starvation is about to afford mountain passes. Okay. Like, yeah. so just two days a week is yeah. what I work up there. And, um, you know, and yeah, we get to go snowboard for free. It really has been wonderful. And that's something else to know is, you know, a lot of people would not do that, but it works for us. Like, it provides a wonderful place for us. It is another form of income. It is free passes. And the reason I say that is do what makes sense for you. That makes sense for our family of four. We're up there all the time and it's made us a, a better family. I think like, yeah. you know, community, we have a like-minded interest together in this place where our kids get to be themselves too. So, um, please make sure that even if it doesn't make sense to people, trust me, like our families, think we're nuts <laughs> and we always have and yeah. another thing that, yeah. that it provides for me is um you know a way to communicate with a lot of people i work in the ticket office so i just get to see so many walks of life yeah. and just talk to people and i'm not a huge talker so uh it kind of takes me out of my comfort zone um, as well as just working on a computer and, and doing something different than Freebird mm -hmm. uh, a couple days a week is is a little bit you know, it's intellectually stimulating in a different way. Yeah. So um, that's a couple of reasons I really why I like, like to work up there. Yeah, yeah, I like that too to note on because, um, yeah, he's a pretty, you know, quiet person for the most part with work too. We can go real quiet because we're just working behind computers. And so um, I also enjoy that too for when I get to go up there because um, I like to, with Freebird, I like to kind of recluse a little bit more because I'm giving so much of myself. And it's wonderful, but I have to sort my energy. But Boreal's done that for me too, just being yeah. around the wonderful people up there too. Yeah, such cool people. Wonderful people. And so we're actually back there this year too, as you see us up there. But yeah. um, so rounding that out. We, so if you're in the Reno Tahoe area, hit us up. Hit us and up. And I'm up there Fridays and Saturdays. So we as love I, to typically. go <laughs> snowboarding with you guys. We'll, we'll even welcome skiers as well. Yeah, I guess it's all right. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> But so actually what was really great about this too to know is in this time we both had kind of mentally checked out and meaning we were still operating Freebird, still moving it forward, but I had to take a step back and get a new vision for myself. Like, and I needed to know that I was, um, I was going to be able to do for the industry what I felt would give it what it needed. And, um, that was really important to me that the industry was well represented and that the industry was heard 
and people had a voice. And so I just wanted to make sure no matter what we did, that happened. And so uh, my voice was being mine. I couldn't figure it out. So I had to go back for a bit. And so um, we were working more on the back end, trying to figure out strategy, trying to figure out approach, but we were still moving forward because that's entrepreneurship. And we're moving forward. It's April or it's almost April. And we get the worst news of the year. And on March 28th, our niece was in a nearly fatal accident. And um, she was in the passenger seat and it got wrapped around a car or around a tree. And there was five kids in the car. And this was eight days before we were gonna launch Freebird in Dallas. And so the world stopped, <laughs> as you can imagine. Yeah. World stopped. Derek left Boreal, quit instant, had to. We had no idea what was going to happen. Um, when To put this in the magnitude of what happened, um, if Kyla, my, our baby, who is 5'1", maybe 90 pounds, a little brat, um, <laughs> <laughs> she's like, comes up, little dinky, yeah, she's our little peanut. And um, if she was any bigger, she'd be dead. And um, we still don't know how. Derek and I had to go video the car, and we saw everything. And so... Um, she was in a coma for nine days and in between that you guys um i'm the ceo derek is the coo and we still have accountability to people and our hearts are in a hospital bed <laughs> and so and mind you we're not really talking to our family a whole lot at this point like i'm super uncomfortable because i'm trying to figure myself out and now my niece who is the very first one who made me feel my heart outside of my chest is laying in the hospital bed. So um, it was hard. And then I had to go to Dallas. <laughs> I had to. Uh, so we came home and we were there. And that was interesting because I never knew how I would respond to something like that. I don't think anyone does. And I just couldn't see her. Like I had to see her, but not. I, we'd go up there, but I just, it was the hardest thing I could do. So um, we, got, we got through that the very best we could while managing the company. And then I had to, and our daughter's birthday is April 7th. And I had to fly out to Dallas on the 8th of April yeah. and um, was the day we launched as well. And on the 7th, my nephew, Caden, my baby, um, FaceTimed me and said, someone wants to talk to you. And Lala, for the very first time, woke up and I got to see her eyes open before I went to Dallas. So I could work and I could fly four states away. And just trust, knowing that she was okay. okay yeah. She was gonna, yeah. Yeah. And so, um, you know, I, I tend to move past those things fast because it's, it's not foreign to me to deal with very extreme situations and still live and, and come out. Okay. And so, um, but you guys, like, that's my kid. <laughs> that's my first kid, you know? And so it was really hard, but I still had to do what I needed to do. And just know that it, it wasn't easy. And I, maybe I'll get something later about it. I don't know. Maybe in a year I'll be like, holy shit. Like, I don't know. <laughs> but so far I'm doing good. And, um, you know, and why I'm doing good is because she's doing good and she's okay. And it matters not what, you know, anything else. She is healthy. She is happy. She is turning 18 and she's graduating high school this year. Yeah. And you would never guess that she was in this terrible accident. I mean, she can run. I mean, she kind of trots. 
Okay. (laughs) (laughs) And I'm going to totally rat her out right now. And her mom's going to kill me. And she's going to kill me. But that picture that you see Derek holding her, uh, Kyla walked for the very first time with Auntie. (laughs) And that means more to me than you know, because I didn't get to- We took her on a trip to the Oregon coast. Yeah, to to my mom's- Mom's Mm -hmm. beach house. And um, she was not able to walk at this point in a wheelchair. And so I carried her down the path to the beach and she wanted to go ahead and try to try take to a couple of, on uh, a few sand. steps. Yeah. I'm like, oh my God. Like, we were closer to the water where it was a little bit harder sand. But yeah, so she took a few steps. I was freaking out. For the first time on the beach. So. You guys, she had a skull fracture, internal bleeding. She broke. Fractured pelvis. Her spine. Her arm. Yeah, her, her pelvis. It's, it's unfathomable what happened to her, but this little shit was walking on the beach. And I'll tell yeah. you right now. So I mean, mind you, she recovered within, I think it was four months. Dude, I mean, she just posted done. the other day, like a, yep. a recap <laughs> of her year. Yeah. And I think it was like four months and she was able to walk and, and was amazing. She's yeah. just, a, she's an amazing kid and talk thing. about inspiring. And I will never stop because she's watching me as I'm watching her. And um, so, but we need to note that because all of what I'm about to tell you was happening at the same time. So Kyla gets in the accident, but she, I know she's up and at least talking. And my sister is very kind to keep me updated as I'm in Dallas, but I also just launched our app while we were there. So on our way, on my way back from Dallas and my clients just getting me through it on my way back, I get this message and it's from this guy I knew in high school. And I'm like, what's this dude doing? You know, like, why is he even messaging me? <laughs> and I'm like, what do you want, Dan? <laughs> and he saw, yeah. And I had no idea that we were even connected. Like I know his beautiful wife, like I've been following her for years. We played softball together for 10 years and um, I adore her and their baby. And, but Sorry. <laughs> yeah, so a little, little backstory yeah. about Van. Van is a, a an entrepreneur as well who has built companies over the last fifteen years and is just a brilliant developer and engineer and amazing. Oh, don't person worry, I'm in all it. around. And so can't, uh, Van had reached out to Cameron because I had invited him to. I didn't had, know this. We had like a, a discussion group on Facebook when we were in the process of building the app that we had like seeked feedback and advice from our community on like what features to include in the app. And so I'd invited him because I knew this, this, that he had this background. So I invited him to our discussion group to, you know, provide guidance (laughs) and feedback. And, and I just knew that he would be a great resource for us. And so he reached out to Cameron and I'll let her. uh, Yeah. So, um, fun fact about Van and I really fast is so Van and I did know each other. We had a Spanish class together in high school, my freshman year and his wife's freshman year. And Courtney and I sat at the same table as him and another gentleman. And that was mine and Van's only interaction. And then we went our separate ways and somehow made it to Reno together. And as I was on my way back, um, and headed back down to go see Lala, um, he goes, I think we should meet. And I'm like, well, I land this day. Let's meet. Like not knowing entirely what he did. I just, but I I always enjoyed him as a person. He knew he was brilliant. So, um, I was like, okay, let's meet. Well, we meet and we actually just went through these messages the other day because we're like, what is it? Like, what, what was the conversation? And um, we met and I just couldn't help, but think I want to work with him. Like, and Derek was like, me too. Like, he makes sense for us. Like 
from everything, his view on life, his philosophy, his values, his approach to business, his brilliance. I mean, we're like video photography. I mean, the lists are endless with him. So we're like, if he wants to, and, but we couldn't afford it. Like that's the other part to take note is we were living on like top, like we've been, we've never been more broke than the last two years of our lives. And it's scary scary times like the last we'll get to this point but we our internet shut off and we're a tech company like that shit happens like it's real and but it's on now (laughs) but um at least hopefully let's make sure yeah (laughs) so it's so anyways the thing is van reaches out and we're just like Derek and i are like i think he could be good and to note here Derek and i work really well together and we've kind of learned this over time and we fight hard and i'm not the easiest person when i get something in my mind to deal with that's just fact and so i've had to learn and grow through that and Derek's had to learn and grow to deal with me and vice versa though because he drives the shit oh gosh (laughs) guys (laughs) i'm like Derek, (laughs) and i think sometimes he knows that he's gonna get me but cameron is uh she she thinks very abstract and comes up with these brilliant ideas and I like to get into the details and so boring and it's it's good in some conversations and then others it's just you know just trying to brainstorm and get things out and so, yeah. yeah and so yeah. I had to learn what that was and different yeah. but we so still struggle with it. we, we do yeah one well, <laughs> but that's where we've learned how to, we need more people like this process it's a village like you need a village it's just what it is because you need different sets of knowledge and encouragement it takes a village so um you'll hear about our village at the end of this but so van comes into our lives and it was but then we had to go back to kala so we are down in um northern california uh, just being there working from there from my mom's house um and then i had to prepare for the biggest pitch of my life at the same time. So in April of 19, I was invited to go pitch in San Francisco to pitch Freebird. And this was one of the most terrifying experiences for me, not only for the obvious, um, but I didn't know if we were ready as a company to be doing this because there's different stages of entrepreneurship and raising money and understanding this component on the CEO side of like, titles matter not just so you know the only reason we all throw them out so you can kind of know who's doing what but we all work simultaneously like we all have different skills but on a ceo role you you're typically the one who networks pitches raises money you know um you know sets strategies visions like so that's my role and i i love that role i really do i'm still trying to learn how to do it efficiently and, and well but um it's it's fun and terrifying at the same time which is right up my alley. So (laughs) I'm like, that's kind of where I live well. So anyways, get invited there. And it's a very unique experience, you guys. Like um, we walk in and instead of we work in downtown San Francisco, so beautiful. And I'm so nervous. I can't even handle this. Like, I don't even know if we should be there. I literally wrote our pitch that morning and was like, when there were companies that were pitching alongside Cameron that were already had already generated several million dollars in revenue and very successful a, companies yeah. and now raising millions of dollars. So when you're in these when you're in this situation, your goal is to explain your company and help people understand what you're trying to do. And hopefully they see the value and they want to invest. That's the goal. And the investors share your value so that you can move forward. But um, it doesn't always line up. It doesn't always work. And sometimes you don't get investment from these situations, but you gain so much knowledge and experience. So 
I was also scared to. And that's kind of what we went into it knowing yeah, is we're going to, you know, because we were a, a newer company at the point. Th- Less that than point, two years old. And hadn't launched our actual product Mm-mm. to the market. And so we wanted to go and get feedback from the best of the best. I yeah. mean, who better to evaluate and question your company than people that are doing it every day to, uh, to successful companies. Absolutely. So, and, you know, a lot of our inspiration has come from companies that were started here. And, and Cam- I'm just going to add that Cameron just has the, um, what is the word? The uh, <laughs> confidence oh. and passion to go and do these crazy things, that, or seemingly crazy things that, that in the um, long run really have paid off and has provided great value to our company. So thank you for that. You. Keep saying thank you for everything. <laughs> oh my God, you guys. Um, no, it, That's thank scary you. though, because that was something that, that is, our company not necessarily was ready, but um, at that point, but it, there's never, never a wrong time to, to go and do Well, and here's the, what I learned from it was, I first of all learned that I can do a two minute pitch and it, I can do it on the fly because, and here's why that's important. You guys is like, I'm researching how to do this well, and I'm taking everything that I hear and I'm taking public speaking all every, not public speaking courses, but just taking knowledge from anyone who's done it. And, and I feel so defeated because it doesn't feel natural to me up there. I, I feel like I'm, you know, messing up every step of the way because I'm trying to remember something I wrote and I don't, I don't operate off of script. And so, but I didn't know that then, you know? And so I forgot my pitch within 30 seconds. I wrote it that morning. I just got back from Dallas. My niece was still in the hospital. We weren't sure what was going to happen. Um, you know, it, there's just a lot, a lot of emotional things. And honestly, at the end of it, I'm just like, well, should I made it? Like, you know, that was like my thought, right? Well, but even, I, even that morning, we were terrified. I mean, we we were driving to San Francisco. We almost that morning, canceled. Oh, the and night we before. Literally, almost. We yeah. better talk about the night before. That's yeah, when, I mean, the night before was rough. I mean, it was definitely. Yeah. We were terrified. This was the this biggest was, thing so in far that we had history. done in our company's history. Yeah. Going to San Francisco, the heart of, of tech. Of tech, and pitching an app. And, and also, I, I, you know, I'm not sure why I was nervous. I was still sitting in the audience watching the pitch. It's your company. But like, yeah, I was nervous for Cameron because it was, it was quite the feat and she just had the confidence and, um, you know, <sighs> trusted that this was the right thing to do. So well, I knew that I could yeah. learn from it. And, you know, and the thing is I would kick myself if I never did it. And you guys, honestly, um, the night before Derek almost like made me quit because, um, he was scared I was going to have a heart attack the night before I couldn't get in bed because I was terrified to get into the next day. Like I was having the worst panic attack of my life, like at my mom's house, laying next to my mom's guest bedroom bed, literally wailing in silence because I'm so scared that I'm going to mess up, that I'm going to ruin the company, that maybe I'm, I'm prematurely sharing my idea. Like, you know, I don't know. Right. Like my brain is just taking me on all of these negative thought processes, you know, and fortunately I've always promised myself that I would just push through those. And if I really felt like it wasn't something I should do, then I would know. And if fear was my only stopping thought, it was never going to stop. Well, me. what is the quote that you use? Fear, fill fear. Fill the fear and do it anyway. And it's just true, you know? And so we get there and what I think is notable about the experience is 
we got to hear the investors for the first time. And usually what happens is they hear about us, but we don't get to hear about them. And we were just pitching to this room full of people and your heart's on the sleeve, your life's work is being poured out and you're hoping someone likes it and that it's somewhat of a good idea and that you're not gonna get torn apart. And trust me, it happens. I witnessed it. And so sure enough, they go through this room and a gentleman stood up and the minute I heard him, I'm like, Oh my gosh, he is truly inspiring. Like billionaire mentors, billionaires, um, analysts for Google. Um, it, I love this man more than anything. His name is Vince Coley and he's just inspiring and he loves entrepreneurs and he loves helping entrepreneurs. So right when I saw him, I was so intrigued and I'm like, I, I need to get him. <laughs> like, I'm like, he's mine. And I looked at Derek and I'm like, he's mine. As did everyone else in that room. Also to note is I'm one of two females out of a lineup of 10. So there is not a whole lot of female presence here at all. It's very intimidating. And especially for someone like myself who does not like to be in front of a room, especially when it's dominated by men. So um, it was just very intimidating experience for me. So the process gets going. I don't even know when I'm going. And I'm like, okay, they said I'd be last because they want me to have like more time. And like, I'm like starting to like panic. And we walk in and they're like, free bird goes third and I'm like holy shit holy shit I'm like okay 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 and I'm losing it you guys like I am trying to read through my thing and I'm looking at him and like I'm just trying to distract myself because I feel like I'm gonna pass out and so I'm like oh my god oh my god oh my god and I get up and the two companies before me are raising 10 million 8 million and at this point we were raising 250,000 <laughs> and to like put that in scale that kind of lets you know if your company's in its infancy or if it's raised a lot of money. And, um, we were babies, we were babies and we're still babies. We're learning. And, um, we certainly know more today, but so I didn't even know if I should be there. <laughs> and then that didn't help me at all. And then what happens is you have two minutes, no slides, you have no, nothing to help you with through this. You're just talking and you have to convince these brilliant brilliant people that your company is worth interest. So then what happens is the MC Casey wisdom, you are amazing. Uh, this is at the Kiratsu forum. They do a great job helping us entrepreneurs get exposure. Um, Casey Bennett reached out to the audience and picked two people. And one of them being Robert Winters, who is this incredibly talented man who has had like 10,000 times return, which is very, very impressive for startups. That's a great thing. And, um, he was my first question and then Vince Coley was my second and I was just like oh my god oh my god Vince talked to me <laughs> I like was fangirling so hard I don't even remember what they asked me but it was enough that they knew and what was really cool is we were the only company of the night to get a third question and that was John Ritchie of uh, US Angel and uh, US Angels and he very much intimidated me the minute I saw him because he's just very to the point, very direct. And I'm obviously me. And sometimes <laughs> that doesn't go well. And I just get nervous and will clam up in like fetal position. <laughs> so um, don't yell at me, please. <laughs> just do it. Just talk to me and I'll be fine. Um, you can tell me whatever you want. Just don't yell. <laughs> and so um, anyways, he asked me the third question. And you guys at this point, I'm like, I made it. I made it. Like I, I got through five minutes of hell and I made it. And as I go to sit down, Vince Coley grabs my arm and he says, I want to talk to you. And I was like, yeah, <laughs> you know, yeah, I had no response. I just couldn't even talk. 
What I didn't know is he meant right then. And so he got up and followed me to where we were sitting to watch the rest of the presentations. And the other presenters started and Vince comes up to me and asked me for my business card. And I was like, yeah. And you guys like, I'm silent at this point. I'm shaking so hard. And I hand him my card and he goes, is your personal number on here? And I said, no. <laughs> and he goes, can you write it down? Cause I'd like to get a hold of you whenever I'd like. And I was like, Yes, you know, so from there we break off into groups after everyone gets a chance to present. Vince leaves at that moment and we break off into mentors. So um, I bet you can guess who was my mentor. <laughs> John was our mentor and we get sectioned off into these groups and we all sit there and just the CEOs who ever presented are the ones they talk to because it's you move really fast, right? Yeah, so you present and then at the end you you break off into groups and get feedback on your pitch and then they give you yeah. pointers kind of moving forward. So I don't know if they're pointers. Yeah, so <laughs> John, John Ritchie is the gentleman that, that is the founder of US Angels and also the one that asked us the third question or asked Cameron rather the third question. Uh, during the pitch. Yeah. And, yeah. and we broke off into groups and we sat around a table and it was me and three other gentlemen who presented and um, he was like, well, ladies first. And I'm like, oh shit. And fortunately our questions were not that big of a deal. And it was asked for more money. And, you know, he had a hiccup on us being married and he's like, just don't, just don't present it is all. And he's like, if they have an issue, deal with it. And later, and I think that's important to share with you because um, we believe it's important that we're married and not important that we're married. We don't care about that part so much, but this is ours together. And it's not separated because one or the other, an investor has a potential to not like it. We, this is a unified approach. So that was something we learned right then is that our investors have to be okay. The fact that we're married yeah. and it's not going to change how we, we lay out our company structure. So we learned that that was good, but yeah. He left me with that and then moved on and instantly went to the next one and was like, you might as well close up shop. I know you've moved here from London, raised 150,000. At this point, you guys, we've only raised 25,000 or maybe 50,000. I don't remember, but it, we had a lot, like very, very low amount of capital at that point compared to these other people. And this gentleman had just moved here from London and he pretty much wanted to pack up his bags and leave. Like that's what he said. And then we got interrupted and had to go downstairs. We're now in the elevator full of all of the founders and then our mentor, John. And I'm standing on one side and he's standing on the other side. And I mean, you know how you, you can only imagine like the tension palpating in that elevator because all of us mm -hmm. founders just want to bundle together and talk to each other and be like, good job, good job, good job, you know, and like keep going. And then we have the investors and it's like, so John then looks at me and points and says, you. And I'm like, oh, we're doing this in the elevator. Okay. And he goes, what about this? What about this? What about this? And I'm like, oh my God. And I just start answering him back to back. And we hop off the elevator and he buddies up next to me. And he says, um, you know, what about this? And he said, what about this? And then as we were walking closer to where we were sitting, he goes, do you think you're late to the game? And I said, no. I'm going to change the game. And he goes, okay. And I said, okay. 
and we sat down and he said, I don't want to talk to you anymore. My wife's going to be pissed because I'm, I'm running a little behind. He said, so don't talk to me anymore. I was like, I won't, John. Like, I don't want to talk to you anymore. I'm so scared. Like, it's just a very intimidating feeling. He was wonderful, shared so much knowledge, but it's still intimidating. It's like when a cop's behind you, like you're not doing anything wrong, but you feel like something's wrong, like that feeling. So then he looks at the other guys who I adored and loved their companies. Just, I really hope they do well. And he's like, yeah, you're in a saturated market. You waste my time. Don't even talk to me. Oh God, you're cocky, arrogant. Okay. I got to go. Freebird will be in touch. And we're like, yeah. <laughs> what just happened? And of course it was kind of awkward, but we're like, we did it. We, we did, we did it. Like we, we could finally breathe after yeah. uh, the, la the last when he the left. previous 48 hours. Yeah. Were, uh, yeah. <laughs> we're kind of crazy. But. I think we were holding our breaths for 48 hours. Yeah. And um, we, as we were walking out, Casey invited us to LA and I think it was then we realized that we were on to something and yeah, for sure. um, we're like, okay. So we come back to Reno and um, we meet with Van again. We now are like, this is what happened Van like in, you know, San Francisco and um, you know, these different things. Like we would love to get started talking to you about potentially working together if you're interested. And he goes, yeah, I think I would. Let's go ahead and just talk. And Van has been brilliant in creating companies for years. And, um, you know, we didn't know at the time what our relationship would look like or, you know, how long Van would be with us. We didn't know. And we just were feeling it out, all three of us. And so then we started working with him and we sat down with him for the first three hours. And it was within two weeks, I think we all three knew that we were on the same path. We were yeah. all doing the same thing in our own way. We just needed each other to put it together. And yeah. we all knew that, that again, our, the, the common denominator was to empower people to take charge of their careers and be successful. And, and with what Van, we know how to do, you know, it, and without even knowing it, Van was kind of on the path kind of the same path yeah. as we were and wanting to help people and share yeah. the same values of empowering others yeah. and with his skills yeah. and what he was doing. It's yeah. same way we were with trying to figure out Freebird. And it was so beautiful because man came in and we just stripped down the goals of Freebird. And it was then we realized Freebird was never going to be just a tech company. It was never going to be a beauty enabled tech company. It was going to be an experience for the people who are brave enough and want to try to share their knowledge in their own way. And um, we just wanted to make it easy and affordable and approachable for people at, in any way, because we believe that life brings unique experiences. And if you can share it and help someone, why not? So yeah. the, it, that is the spirit of Freebird at its finest. So together as a team, we evaluated what's the best way to help and where is the future going with tech? Because um, you know, that's another thing you have to be innovative with. You don't want to start a company and it'd be old model or, you know, so you just got to always make sure you're thinking of these things. And this industry in itself is so inspiring and in it's innovation. So I'm like, fans like, you know, guys, what if we approach this from online software? So like websites and different things like that instead of an app, right? Well, and using the existing tools that are already out there. Yeah. And, and, you know, you guys all have this amazing breadth of knowledge that, yeah that we, you know, we, and we don't want to ever hinder. We want to help you guys showcase that the best way possible. Right so, where you are yeah. and, and love where you are. Yep. Like you don't, that's, I think that's really important too, is like we, you get there when you get there yep. and Freebird got here when it got here. And 
but we had to grow as people and be okay with that, those ebbs and flows. And that's why I love that Johnny shared that the other day of like going in and out of the industry and pigment was going in and out of the industry because when you allow yourself space to look at things differently from a new perspective with new information, you can create something magical and in your own way. And that's what we did with Freebird. And so, and now with a teammate, like, and that was something we wondered if it was going to work for us because we work so well together that how do you add to that? And how do you, how do you trust someone to come into? And it's just the fear of the unknown. You never yeah. know the, the dynamic that, that yeah. a third person or a team member will add. Um, and, and it's been the most amazing experience ever. I, mean, uh, I love we, it so hard. Yeah. You know, Van is like a, a, a brother to yeah. us and we all work so well together yeah. and, you know, uh, and are just helping that much more people. And we couldn't do it without you, Van. No, Van, you Thank are you so much. Yeah. He's, he's our brother. He's our wolf pack. And yeah. we are so grateful that, um, oh, well, and, and his the package that comes along with oh that is my Courtney and, and Carson, Carson, which yeah, we're, man. we're biased. <laughs> we love so much. And, um, you know, he came into our life at a beautiful time and his wisdom, what rounded out our skills where, um, his organizational component with his experience and really helping us approach things differently and just breathing a new perspective for us when we've just been grinding and grinding and grinding to keep moving forward. Yeah. And um, fresh perspective is really nice. And I'm so grateful that we reached back out to him. And yeah. yeah. And somebody to sit down and hear Cameron and I's vision of, of helping you guys and then be able to put it in to a website and package it all in a way that was like something that we could have never imagined and and really helped us bring to life this experience that we're trying to create so um, and to round out that experience we knew that we needed another player and we were lacking a skill set that neither of us had and um the three of us had a lot of skills but we just didn't have the writing component and we were very fortunate to find our fourth partner and she is everything to us at Freebird and she is 100% a part of our team and has joined us, I think since June or June. Yeah. June um, of 2019. Yeah. I can't remember exactly. Well, we'll had to, to because we launched July 15th. Yeah. Yeah. So, so yeah. when Van came on, we did a, we just did a kind of wipe down like, and actually let's be, let's talk about the low of it for a minute because when I heard that, Sometimes what's really hard for me, you guys, is I'm a beauty professional by heart and trade and education. So um, when I hear tech, sometimes it's foreign and I can't understand it until I see it. And so the three of us trying to learn how to communicate and, and talk about changing a company that I poured my heart into and at this point in time raised $70,000 to support an app. Okay. Um, wait, you're asking me to update all of my investments? what you know like and so then i'm like derek's like you know and he's excited and i'm excited with what i thought i understood but then i'm like wait okay okay i need a minute like and and trying to do that was very difficult so we escaped up to my mom's beach house and with her and our kids and i just needed to not is that not the trip that we took kyla no no that was no that wasn't her that was okay yeah no because kai kai was that was just was not too long her. after her accident yeah but um, no, that was when we took Lala. Yeah, that was. Because it was like up, maybe two months after her accident. When Lala so was, was like able to travel. June, I believe. 
Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yep, yep, yep. Right before we launched. Right before, because it was like, and something that we've always made sure to be respectful of for ourselves is, um, we're not driven by numbers. So we're not like a, we're not a, um, we're never going to hope for like a dollar amount. That's not how we operate. And so it's not definitely not financially driven so no. much as, um, you know, hearing our yeah. pros, um, ha have a good experience and us empowering them to either make more money or save yeah. them time or really inspire them to, to just run with their dreams and goals. Yeah. And so for That's us, we had to check ourselves, you know, and me, especially because, part of my role is selling the company, meaning like being able to sell it to investors, being able to share it with pros and know that it's something they're going to want to use. And so for me not to wrap my mind around it fast, I was scared that I was going to ruin the potential of the experience. And so we always have known that we need to unplug when it comes to those kind of things. So that was our escape. We got to be with Lala, which is something that helped me too. And um, I love water. So being at the ocean at my mom's beach house was wonderful. And so um, we came back and we were confident that we weren't real sure if it would work, but we were really excited that it would. And we knew that it's still fed to our values. We knew that we could do more to help you. We could, the biggest thing for us is we didn't want you to be limited. There was no reason to be limited. And this approach gave you more potential. And when I was able to know that, that's all I wanted. And I just had to understand it in a way for me. You know, this is where we have to learn to bridge the gap between each other from me knowing your language and them talking the same language. So it's, uh, it, that's how we communicate. But well, and for lack of better terms, what we had called it at the time was our, the beauty growth platform, yeah. a platform for yeah. marketing for beauty professionals that helps you in a way that is not uh, super expensive um, you know, and, and you and can kind of guide your own experience. So right. not, not everybody needs a website yeah. or needs uh, social media help. Um, so, you know, we wanted this experience where you can kind of guide your own experience mm -hmm. and learn from our knowledge base, but mm -hmm. also reach out to us and say, hey, I need help with this social media graphic. Totally. Or, hey, I need a website to sell my digital courses or um, beauty Excuse products. Me. So, you know, we want to we want to make sure that we have we, so we, we can help everybody. It, you're exactly kind of getting up to where we I'm are so today. Sorry. No, yeah, you're yeah. okay. It's, it's yeah. hard not to go into today. And so um, we're almost there though, for sure. But we think it's important for any of you because we work with a lot of people who are shifting energy or not energies, but energies to industries. And it can be this experience of like identity crisis and excitement overload. And then like, you know, perfection paralysis. So we really try to make sure you understand that we've experienced every component of up and very, very, very down. And so we just want to touch on this a little bit as we go throughout this, because it was not smooth sailing and it was not easy. Um, we 100% never knew and still don't know if it will be successful, but to us it already is because we've already helped people. So yeah, yeah. it's successful to us yeah. and that's all that, you know, it's our company. That's why we, you know, and the people who have inspired into it, they believe so too. So we're fine. And, but whatever, we're at two years today and it is, we took all of that experience up there. Actually it'll be two years in, in like two weeks or so. Huh? On the Jan 18th. January 18th. We had the knowledge of it, I think, because you, you put your LinkedIn, so that's a good time marker, but like official documents, dates of like filing with state and making it official was January 18th. Okay. So we okay. launched 2.0, so we yeah. 10 days or eight days before 
um, our, our official two year. So in our official two year, we actually will be in Austin celebrating all hands on deck. But before we get to where we are today, because this has been a ride and it has brought many amazing people into our lives. I don't want to miss First of all, them. so the, the fourth person that we had brought onto the team That's is Jennifer right, yep. Lee. So Jennifer, yep. thank you so much for everything that you've done. And well, we're not, but we're not just moving past that. That's where I was coming. No, to. yeah, okay. So I Jen, just know we hadn't mentioned. No, it's yet. fine. I'm glad you did because it's so important too. And Jennifer Lee joined us on, joined with us in June, and really just became the virtual words of Freebird. I mean, she just brought Freebird to life through words, and um, it was something we couldn't do. And she did it so effortlessly. I mean, you guys, we had one call with her. I heard her, and I'm like it's her. And Derek found her, like it was between her and one other person. And the minute I heard Jen, it was like, I want to work with her. And she has been the best addition to our team. Like not at a, in comparison of the two of them, just another amazing experience yeah, working with someone. Yeah. And it's like, you just, you just learn to appreciate. Yeah. In her side, like yeah. she's Mark, she's like my right hand. So she has brought so much knowledge. So much. And, and, and she loves you guys so yeah. much. That's like, what's so cool is to yeah. see her passion and Van's passion yeah. for Freebird as well. And just wanting to help. They're learning this industry. You know, we've been in it for a long time and we love it. And oh my God, like all of you people are our favorite people. Like we love <laughs> the artists, the creative ones, the outcasts, the black sheep, the tattooed up and down to the prissies of prissies. We don't care. We love this industry and what brings you to life. And um, Jen and Van are learning this industry now and it's really fun to share it with them. And I know that they love each and every one of you in this experience. So Jen, Van. Thank you guys. <laughs> we love you. And um, they are free birth. And so when we say free bird, that is what we mean. And so um, it is four of us who bring our unique set of skills together. And we launched July 15th of 2019 officially. We were underground for a while, even though we launched in April, we decided to consider that like a soft launch, alpha launch. Um, and especially because we pivoted our company, um, we needed to do a relaunch and rebrand. And so, we started working and one of the questions investors kept asking me was, well, you have this great network nationwide. Sure, this should be easy for you, but what about professionals you don't know? And I'm like, challenge accepted. Like, that's a good point. You know, like I need yeah. to be able to approach them too. And unbiased. Unbiased. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And make sure the product that we think is going to help really does. Actually that adds value because that's what we're trying to do is make sure we're adding value. We never, and that's why we struggled with social media is we never wanted to just post to post. We never wanted to share something to share something. If I'm going to take my time to talk about something or share something, it better have meaning. Like, yeah. and I just mean that because life's too short. It's so fun. Like, why are we wasting our time with negativity or things that don't add value? So that was important to us. And um, so we move forward and we start bringing on incredible professionals like Laura Garcia and Nellie Davis and Laura Christopher and Laura Myers all here in Reno and I have never met them and I my heart just grew that much more meeting all of these incredible people by chance and um, I was just honestly impressed with their work I saw them I reached out and I let them know my vision and our hope of Freebird and yeah. they were like I don't really know what you do but I think this sounds cool and I'm going to just help you. And it was like, thanks for taking a chance. Cause I need you to take a chance so I can take a chance, you know? And, 
they did. They took a chance on us and they trusted us. And yeah. they're still free birds yeah. to this day. Shout out to all of all of you <laughs> all in the of beginning you. that that just, you know, trusted us and yeah. knew where our hearts were coming from with this and uh giving us um that, a chance that to work room through it. to grow as well. And yeah. and we're so proud of each one of you guys yeah. chasing your dreams. It's so and Javon. Cool to be and a part of it. Yeah. yeah I mean, I'm gonna just go through right now. Yeah. We have Laura Myers, we have May, Lola, Kim, Aslan, Javon, Laura Garcia, Nellie, Denise, Laura Christopher, Claire, Angela, Lizette. And we can't wait to have more of you. And Shannon Pigment. That's a new one we need to add to yeah. our and list. And Jake Pereira. Oh, and yeah. Jake Pereira. <laughs> Yeah. That's my coach. Yeah. And did we say Javon? Yeah, we said yeah. Javon. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, that just got to be up. <laughs> anyway, sorry, Jake. Love you. But I brought I didn't mean to forget. Um, anyways, so you know, here's come these incredible people from Reno, Nevada, and then also from New York and yeah. from little small towns to our old freebirds who aren't with us still because at the at that time they didn't get their budget. Chenille, Candace. We love you. We're here to support you and are always here if you need help. And when you guys are ready to start back up, just know that we get it. Holidays are hard. You guys like, and know that that's actually part of what helped us through this. So what we, how we approach Freebird is we like to do in a three month sprints is what we call them. And we work through a process of what we think is going to add value to you the very best based off of what you've told us and what we've experienced. So, um, and these wonderful people who I just mentioned, they actually helped us so much in the very beginning. They were some of our very first ones helping us through this process of like how busy people get, how, how to offer it, what they need. And um, I want to make sure I acknowledge them because they help tremendously. Even if they're not members, they're still a part of our community. And so um, they that's just as valuable to us. And so yeah. um, I know that in this journey, it's okay to take breaks. Yes. Like you and your uh mind is so much more important than um you know trying to just grind and get yeah. it all done it's it's a marathon not a sprint yeah and it's okay to take breaks that's right yeah. and we're here for you guys and that's that's why it's so important to note that and so we spent the first three months from july until no october um and we figured it out and we're like okay this works this doesn't work and then we spent october to december excuse me, spent October to, to, to December rounding out those last little bits of like, what are we going to really do in 2020? Like we had the meat and not, I hate even saying meat. I don't even need meat, but um, like the heart of what we wanted to do, but there's just something else. You know, we were like, how are we going to deliver this? How is this going to be approachable? And then the holidays hit. And that's when we were like, Freebird is not these things. Freebird is an experience because what happened in holidays is another component of what we do is we're here to mentor and not necessarily mentor that we're telling you what to do, but we're just here to love you and yeah. And listen. hear you as a person mm -hmm. and, and care for you. That's and, right. Uh, make sure that you're taking time to, to evaluate yeah. yourself and taking time for yourself. That's right. And that is something we realized is, you know, we ask ourselves often, and that's why please know with Freebird what to expect is we're always going to look for ways to best help you. That is Freebird, and that is the experience. And we'll dive into in a little bit what your experience you can expect in 2020. But Although we're not going to give you a whole lot because we are going to be launching again on the, on the 10th. So yes, I'm just going to give you, 2.0, I'm going to give you teasers. <laughs> <laughs> I won't give them all of the goodies, but 
what is important to note in this is we learned a lot and but we had to be okay to know that things were going to change and shift and be open to that and you know it was it was just one day honestly the team and i got on a call and um i think derek was up at the mountain and with him and i had kind of been talking about this and sometimes we have to do a team meeting when he's working and so him and i will be like all right <laughs> you know we locked down our plan and so the team and i hopped on and i'm like I think we should go dark. And Derek and I were kind of playing around with that idea the day before. And they're like, yes, we're going dark. And I'm like, right. And so they're like, right. And so Derek and I were like, sweet, sweet, sweet. Like, and it was just always something we and wanted to do. And what that means is we took down our website and um, didn't post to our news feed on our social media profiles and really just kind of took a step back to reevaluate our, our uh, back office structure everything you just you have yeah. to you have to think of this as like in its entirety so we are a company so that means what we do with each of you we still do an entirely different set of tasks for our company and um it's, it requires a lot of us and but it's not possible and you need people and teams and like the four of us really that like without the three of them i couldn't create i couldn't envision and pull back on days that where I can text Jen and be like, I can't do this. Like, can you, um, you know, I need a minute from humans. And she's like, I got you girl. And she'll take over Insta for me for a day. And it's not because of anyone. It's just, I need to fill up too. I'm a human. And I get so excited talking and sharing with all of you all the time that I've learned how to do that through this process. So we want to make sure you know that that's a part of this experience with Freebird is balancing the human with the tech and we're here to take away the tech component from you so you can focus on what you love to do we love to help people we des we designed a company completely around that and we're offering it as a tool to the artists who are out there sharing their knowledge and that's something to note as well is when we say beauty the reason we say beauty is we believe it's the inner and outer beauty but that can be limiting and we don't want people who don't necessarily associate with that or you know maybe don't identify it's not a word that you're like yeah that's not me out like you know girl i'm oh honey we need the charter <laughs> and so um but anyways artists who are sharing their experience and their knowledge in a way that is unique to them um we wanted to make it easy and efficient and so with 2.0 we are focused on um you know only a hundred members so, well, yeah, so we so want to let you know we he i have to keep it fun because he is not making it as exciting as it is no is, I, i'm uh, so excited <laughs> your face doesn't look excited Derek. no it's I'm gonna be you. 100 members for three months three so months. The, we're gonna for the quarter we're gonna lock out and just focus on those 100 members yep so we're so excited to work with every yeah. one of you um we we know that that 100 is uh, we can really dedicate and focus our um, efforts to those 100 for that for that quarter and then from there we're going to learn a lot and and then open it up to everybody else so yeah, yeah I'll let, I'll let and it, no and back. just to add on that is um that's what we're really excited about is we've brought on our current members we absolutely are so excited for what we're bringing out and our structure of our um packages will look a little bit different one thing i will let you guys know um, a little bit of the teaser in addition to the hundred and just so you know that is only a hundred elevate so um elevate is our premium package where um you you can either have it 250 dollars a month with one of our already set templates of helping in that category or a custom option and what we're doing is we are giving you our custom option 
for the price of R250 for this hundred. And which, and the main thing that that includes is the one-on-one -on -one, like guidance and strategy. So yeah. if you have a product or a digital course that you're trying to sell yeah. and you need help with, with strategy and strategy and brainstorming, but also the technical component of actually bringing that to life online. And not even just digital courses, right? Like no, if, no, you're if you're selling yeah, product, product as well, yeah. Anything tech, don't get hung up in the details of yeah. like what it is because that sometimes can make you be like, oh, I don't do that. Or and then as far like, as what Cameron was saying about beauty is, is we're focused on artists. So if you're an artist and you're trying yeah, you to- cut me off. I had a good flow and he totally took it from me. No, I'm totally kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I just turn this I'm teasing. <laughs> no, we uh, you, that elevate is the perfect pack package for you. We're gonna, you know, we're gonna be right here with you, guiding you through the process of bringing that to life and providing our strategy along the way, as well as you know, you have access to our robust curriculum, and we're gonna help you in any way we can bring that to life and. Yeah, I, I don't remember exactly where you were going with. I don't either. Lord knows, I don't know. <laughs> but uh, the uh, wherever I was going, it matters not. But what we what we're going to be doing is shutting down for our elevate at hundred, so we can put primary focus. And we're looking for boss babes. We're looking for the ones who have a good idea of where they're trying to go. They're ready to up level, but they also understand this game. Meaning. You understand how much work it takes and you're ready to show up 100% because we're always going to show up 100% and we ask the same of each of our free birds because we have no requirements of time. That's not what I'm saying, but you, this is for you and you have to breathe life into it. And so this is your passion. We're simply a toolkit and a team to support you on that journey. And but we are still taking on our nest and our pro. We may be naming that something different. We're not sure yet, still playing around. But one thing I was wanting to share with you, um, a little snippet about what's coming out with 2.0 is um, currently we offer three packages and we actually will be having our lowest one go to just membership only, meaning um, that will not include a website, but it will have full access to our education and digital course platforms. So um, anyone from just starting out or just looking to have those skills of marketing and want to be a part of our community, you can for as low as $35 a month. And then starting at 99 is when you start seeing the websites come into play and 250 from there up and we have custom options as well. But we really want to add value into our boss babes who are up leveling for this next year, whether you're selling courses or you're selling products, or you're just trying to get yourself out there as a professional, we're here and we're very much compassionate about the artists. So from and that, and that curriculum primarily consists of branding and mm -hmm. marketing education, although it also includes wellness and making sure that you're taking time for yourself. And, yeah. It's just a full scope of a human interacting with tech in a way that makes sense for you as a beauty professional or as an artist or however you see yourself, however you're wanting to share your beautiful set of skills. Freebird is here to help support you and help you fly. We believe together we are better. And that is why we've decided for 2020, we're kicking it off on January 10th and we will be releasing our 2.0 and we're so excited. And please let us know if you have any questions about that. Um, like I said, we're always innovating and changing things. And so um, we would love to know what you guys think. We would love to know yeah. if you have any questions from this podcast. Um, you can text us at 775-404-0191 with any questions as well. For sure. Yeah, for sure. And, um, you know, please feel free to message us. We love to hear from you guys. We really appreciate the love. And Mark FX and Casey, thank you guys so much. And before we head out and really wrap this up and bring the baby birds in, um, it's been two years of, of amazing journey. It's been crazy. I left 
my, oh, I guess I missed that part. That's kind of the massive thing. Um, three months ago, I stopped going to Dallas and traveling behind the chair um, as my back started to get out. And I was having very severe panic attacks with the company and the stress of both things and had to make the very hard call of, of not being behind the chair to put full focus on a dream, a vision, and something I have no idea that will work out. And I left my family, my salon family, and I'm so grateful that you all are my family now. And they well, are all great. still my family, but I'm just not, you know, you, a hairstylist and people who in this industry, you understand, like there are people and I lost my family. And in that way, seeing them every day, they're still my family, but just know that you guys are an extension of our family. We don't take this lightly. So. Yeah. Well, and, and I'll just add that that was the reason why we created Freebird in the first place. One of the, the many reasons was to seeing the struggling moms or the beauty professionals that are working as waitresses or Uber drivers yes. struggling to make it. Yeah. And there's no retirement or yeah. th there's not a lot of retirement in this industry. You, you know, your uh, career path in the beauty industry, a lot of people uh, tend to not do it after a yeah. while. So uh, we wanted really to kind point. of you know, add a tool to your toolkit to, to help you make more money or help you be more successful in your career. So, That's so, yeah. And, and Cameron is literally like one of the um, examples just with, with her back being a, a beauty professional or standing behind the chair with your arms like kind of curled forward. It's uh, you know, it makes it, uh, it's very straining on your body. So uh, looks like Cameron's going to go grab the kids real fast and, see what they have to say about their journey with Freebird. And um, yeah, but uh, again, thank you guys all so much for uh, being on this journey with us. And um, it's been so, so empowering and inspiring for us to continue to, to do this and offering these services to you. So looks like the kids are walking in now. Be right back. All right, guys, sorry you had to run out and just be have a human moment. Got the baby birds. Okay, come here. Here's the first one. <laughs> this is Logan. Say hi, Logan. Hi. Logan, how old are you? Nine. You're nine. And Logan, what is your first memory of Freebird? Um, I remember it started with a dream that you had. And um, you started building it downstairs. You had papers that you would pin up onto the wall and draw, kind of plan it out on. Yeah, take a deep breath through your nose. It's nervous, huh? Yeah. <laughs> it's nervous. <laughs> it's okay. We were talking about that. That's good, but you're facing your fears. Don't hit the table, daddy. <laughs> okay. So um, I think what would be really fun to share, Logan, is. Um, Logan is homeschooled, as is McKenna. Yep, turn it to daddy. I'll get daddy in here. Um, so Logan, um, with you being homeschooled and watching mommy and daddy do um, Freebird, I don't want I don't want to say anything. I just want you to tell us kind of what your thoughts have been in that. Have you liked the experience of seeing a company? Yeah, it's really fun seeing how much that this uh, company has grown. It used to be an app, but now it's a company. Yeah. It's, yeah. 
It's still weird. I get it mixed up all the time. <laughs> yeah, we have to tell him. No, it's a company, Annie, not an app anymore. Um, and what are some things that, do you remember any events from Freebird that Mommy and Daddy had to go do? I remember you started a um, million cups. Mm -hmm. One million cups, yeah. One million cups. And um, I remember you going to a lot of pitches. Um, I can't say I remember anything. That's okay. That's no, yeah, yeah. I just remember you guys going to meetings. Yep. A lot of that. Yep. And photo shoots. Do you remember, do you feel like you've always been a part of Freebird? Yeah. Yep. And did you ever get asked questions to help with Freebird? Not all of the time, but sometimes. Yep. Yeah. And do you remember any of those questions? No. Not really. No. <laughs> we were actually talking about you, though, earlier, son. We talked about your luxury hotel idea. <laughs> and so we were <laughs> that's not a bad idea. We were just saying, because that's entrepreneurship, like yeah. chasing your own dream mm -hmm. in your own way. So that's all we were talking about. Mm -hmm. But it, we wanted you to see with, um, you know, the perspective of us as a family. And this is one of our... Um, one of our baby birds and the other one doesn't necessarily want to get on camera too much. I'm going to see if she'll hop over here for a second. Just say hi. Just to say hi. And then if you want to hop up, 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 let her, you come over here. Yeah. This is purple hair. This is purple hair. Yeah. <laughs> McKenna, do you want to say hi? Hi. McKenna, how old are you? 10. 10. And where do we live? Reno, Nevada. Yep. And <laughs> I know we've lived everywhere, huh? <laughs> and we were showing that we were also talking about the decade in review about would you what's your favorite memory of where we've been? What's your favorite place we've gone? Uh, LA. LA? Red okay. Cliffs. Red Cliffs. And where's Red Cliffs? Uh Utah. Utah, yep. And we've just traveled with them ever since and, and the Grand Canyon. And yeah, that was fun. Yeah. Oh scary. yeah. The Do you want to tell scary. the Grand Canyon about the rain? <laughs> um it it rained so hard there that um, it we were accidentally on a hill, so we had to move the tent in the pouring rain. <laughs> Literally, we got there, and we drove from Reno to Dallas just for fun. Instead of me flying, we decided to go as a family. And we were at the Grand Canyon and we set up the tent and literally within a matter of seconds, it just like sounded like a bullwhip. And if you've ever been in the South, when it's monsoon season, it's legit. And that bullwhip cracks and you better get inside because it's about to downpour. Yeah. Well, and just having the canyon as well just echoes. So oh my loud. gosh. Yes. Yeah. And it was, so, it was pretty muddy for a few days. Yeah. yeah. It was like terrifying because you... All, all of a sudden, you would just hear these loud lightning, and since it was near the can so close to the canyon, it was so loud. And so we just like bunkered down in our tent and had tons of snacks and watched Twilight. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah um, we had a bunch of snacks. Uh, we were gonna roast marshmallows that day, but we ended up just eating them raw because it was raining. <laughs> yeah, and they were bomb. Yeah. And <laughs> And that is how we have spent the last 14 years. And then we added two little sidekicks to it. And for us, we've decided that, you know, we travel a lot and not only for fun, but we also travel for the company. And um, we just want to be with our kids as much as possible. So we've chosen to homeschool them with their input. Um, we believe in asking them everything. And last year we asked them what they felt would be best for them. And they both decided they liked to be home and we equally decided that was the best idea. So um, 
that's how we do it. We are a family. We run a company and it takes all four of us to support each other to do it. And so um, there's times these guys have seen me with really bad panic attacks, bad and mm -hmm. on the ground and having to take baths a couple times a day and just figuring out things to keep my sanity as a mom and just being honest with them throughout the process and reminding them we're human and we're going to make mistakes. And they're very kind to us <laughs> through the process. And but a good thing is she had a, you haven't had a panic attack in a long time. Nope, I haven't. And I think that's because mommy, I, I took time for myself, huh? What did mommy start doing when I when it was real bad? You started um, uh, you thinking. <laughs> you started um, just um, assessing all your situations and um, kind of deciding all the options that you need. And did I go anywhere by myself? Yeah. Where did I go? Yeah. It's important to talk about self-care. I don't know where you went. You Tahoe. 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 Yeah, and you needed a little alone time one day. Yep. Yep. And that's important, She took huh? her golden retriever up to Tahoe with her. Yep. And we as a family make sure that we give each other our alone times and understand that we all need something different. And we hope that no matter what your dreams are, no matter what your passions are, if you have kids, you don't have kids, you're getting ready to have kids, or you never have kids, whatever it is, just know that they're along for the ride and they love it and their age is not limited to their knowledge and it's possible as a family to run a company and it's not easy i mean it's not easy we've all talked it gets about hard sometimes yeah but it's really cool to watch because we're homeschooled so it's cool to learn how do they do it everything yeah they're starting to it's, work on graphic design and what were you gonna it's say cool to see them progress in the app it's <laughs> company <laughs> uh, it's cool to see it um just growing yep it's, it's cool to see how much it came from drawing drawing on pieces of paper that was on the wall that they still yeah. keep <laughs> yeah. we still have papers this those papers till this day yep yeah. and you know the thing too that's kind of fun to think about is what we started with an idea in our mind, right? And we brought it to life on paper. Mm -hmm. And then in a couple weeks, where is mommy and daddy and Dan going? Um, you're going to Austin. And we're going to stay in Red Bluff with, with our, our family. <laughs> that's right. And that's all. And it's a good thing to share with your kids the growth. And Derek and I have a hard time leaving them trust us. Like, mm -hmm. it's not easy. We don't do it a lot. And um, but there's is a big um, thing for um, Freebird. Yeah. And we can just go support artists who are making yeah. a difference, huh? There's a movement going down with the All Hands on Deck and Blonding and Beyond in Austin, Texas on January 20th. And we are so fortunate that they have allowed us to come and enjoy and just document this process. And our bear cubs and baby birds are headed to our family to do so. And like we said, it takes a village. And... Um, be open, be compassionate, be honest with yourself, but never stop chasing your dreams. You never know who's watching. Yeah. yeah. And if you're going to be at the um, Blonding and Beyond All Hands on Deck, um, reach out to us. We'd love yeah. to get to know you guys. Um, we'll be there, you know, documenting the process, uh, but we'd love to get to know you beforehand as well. And so. this is the Banisters. And these are the original Freebirds. Freebirds yeah. If you guys have any questions or want to know something about the journey, please don't hesitate. We're more than happy to share it with all of you. We hope that you have a great 2020. Let's 
do this. Yeah, and again, how to reach us is at Freebird Co. or uh, cam at freebird.io, or you can text us at 775-404-0191. All so right, nice guys. You guys. Take care. Bye. Bye. Bye.